<laughs> okay. Well, this is the first episode, and it will be about our travel stories. But before we start, let's go with the names and pronouns around the table, guys. I'm Leia. I go by she, her pronouns. Let's go, uh, Laura. I'm, uh, okay, fine. We'll go by me next. I'm Laura. I also go by she, her pronouns. I'm Alex, and I'm the most sexy, and I go by they, he pronouns. That's not. Okay. Um, I'm still I'm the least sexy, and I use they. they. <laughs> Your oh name? Is your name least sexy? Can we go like that? My name is least sexy. If you say it fast, like three times fast, it, it works really well. Least sexy, least sexy, least sexy. Like least that, sexy. that is me. Um, least sexy? No. My name is Tristan. So, <laughs> oh my god. Can we just address Tristan as least sexy for like the rest of this episode, please? Let's do yes. Okay. <laughs> So, I love it. travel Thank stories, you. you know, who who doesn't love sitting on a plane for five to ten hours next to a crying baby in denim shorts and a mom telling <laughs> the baby not to take off the denim shorts? True story. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ignore that. Um, uh, Leia's yeah, sick, was, by the way, guys. So, yeah, just so, in case you hear her coughing so and dying. It's so fun that she everyone thinks COVID, that I have so. COVID. Um... Yeah, well, no, I've been staying at home, so even if I do, I only infected my brother. <laughs> Deserve, okay. Um, do you want me to elaborate on the baby denim story, or should we keep going? <laughs> I want you to elaborate. I want to hear this. I really okay. want to hear this. Okay, I was on my flight back from the Philippines. It was a 14-hour flight, and I was, like, about to fall asleep. Like, I, like shoddy. I, not shoddy. Okay, I was, I was, I was, I was tired. Not shoddy. Not shoddy. It was like two thirty in the morning Philippine time, like five PM back at home. I was like, yo, not shoddy. Yo, I'm like tired, tired. And like right before I was about to fall asleep, you hear this woman at the very front of like, you know, the the back of the plate. Is that economic seat? I don't know. I don't really economy. Know economy. Seating. Yeah, economy. We live in this society. Um, yeah, so economy seating. There's a woman in the front left. She was like telling her baby, she was like don't take your shorts off. It took me so long to get them and to put them to like put them on you. I was like, hey yo, ma'am, I'm trying to sleep. But like, you know, it's kinda interesting, you know, tea with a baby, I'm trying to listen. And so <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, um, what's going on? And I look over, like I get up because I was gonna go use the bathroom and I look over and this baby is trying to wriggle out of the denim shorts he has on and the mom is like holding the baby in the air holding the denim shorts so it's like the baby's like suspended in the air by the shorts and it wants to take it off so bad and it like tries to jump out of them and onto the floor and the mom is like you're gonna hit your head and like everyone at this point is listening to this mom whining about her baby who is crying about denim shorts and i was like maybe he like shat his pants like, now your denim shorts are ruined because there's baby shat in them, but go off. Baby shat. Baby shat. And then I woke up the next morning. I went to the bathroom again. I drink a lot of water for no reason. Um, I went to the bathroom again, and I saw this baby still had the shorts on. It was backwards now, somehow. And the mom was, like, feeding the baby with, like, uh, a milk bottle. And the baby looked like it did not want to eat. It was like... Like it was like <laughs> wait, that's so out of context. Well, like, they can't see it. your face like we can. Yeah. Um <laughs> the baby was like crying and like frowning and like I don't think I think that baby doesn't like denim. That baby boss baby. Sorry. Um <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> boss baby. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the story. I it was a mess. The whole flight was a mess. But yeah, I'm not surprised. But you said you have stories. I remember like a lot. A lot of people don't know this, but I think a lot of people would know this because I think the four of us are friends. But if, you know, people are going to listen to this are probably our friends. But don't you also have a lot of stories from when you are in the Philippines? Oh God, not the Philippines. Okay, because for you well, don't know, life is Filipino. So also, yeah, that's like the only Asian this country. Point, give I out her social security number. <laughs> oh yeah, her my social security number is four. I'm just kidding. I don't think it starts with a five. I'll check later. Let's hope um, it doesn't. 
So, yeah, something very, my actual travel story, that baby story was just a prologue, guys. Um, my actual travel story, I was, um, I'm gonna ignore the script, and I'm gonna say what I remember. So, I, where did I go? Okay, (laughs) okay, like, um, you know how, like, there's, like, those, like, large inflatables that you usually write on? Like, they're, like, hoop ones, and they're sometimes, the like, animals. floaties in the pool? Yeah, floaties. They're, like, floaties. They're, like, ring floaties. So there was one of a unicorn, and it was, like, a whole attraction. Because the unicorn was, like, 80 feet tall. And you I'm could... Sorry, okay. what? Yeah, you could... It wasn't allowed at the time, but, like, you... Because it was too hot, but you could climb up the, the, the neck of the unicorn and jump off the top into the ocean. And I didn't want to do that, mostly because it was too hot. And if I touched anything, it was, like, burning my hand off. But, like, um, yeah, we weren't allowed to ride that in the first place. But, like, the rest of the place, it was kind of, like, wipeout? Like, little, like, uh, American Obstacles, obstacles. Yeah, like, like, I don't know, swinging, punching bags. Does that make sense? Um, yes. Yeah, little, like, <laughs> rings on the floor, and you'd, like, step on them, or else you'd fall in. I kept falling into the water because I have no sense of balance, and everything was too hot, and I wasn't feeling like an American ninja warrior because I'm not American, <laughs> I'm not a ninja, and I'm not a warrior because I was in the Philippines. So, you know, I wasn't feeling it. And then at one point, I fall so hard in the water, I step on something sharp, and I am like, hey, shoddy. God, not shoddy. I'm like, hey there. <laughs> I'm like, hey there. I don't think that's supposed to be there. So I walk out of the water. I somehow didn't get it on, like, the pad, the bottom of my foot. It cut the top of my foot. And I was like, what? Like, it didn't hurt. Like, I didn't register it until I walked out and my feet was, like, not my feet. Yeah, because you don't have muscles there. That's like oh, I'm built different. No, yeah, yeah, no. I didn't. I didn't feel it, but like I walked up to, like my family, like because we we had like a whole like picnic table set up for like lotion and everything when we're done, and I was like one of the last ones to get out. And then they sent me to the infirmary, which was just a tiny little shed, and all they had inside, like I was sitting on a chair outside of the door, and the guy walks out, and like I peer in, and they have a one table with one medical kit. That was all that was in the shed. I was like, this is the saddest med shed I've ever seen. Like, if someone falls off of this and, like, breaks an arm, what are you going to do, hand them a Band-Aid? Like, this isn't high school in America. High school in the Philippines. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah, there was, like, nothing in there. I was like, damn, I'm glad I didn't do anything worse. And, like, the first thing they did was spread an antiseptic, uh, whatever, whatever, like, a uh, antibacterial lotion that's supposed to like kill bacteria because that's what antibacterial means yes that thing no but it wasn't neosporin because it was an orange liquid and i was like um what because i was in peroxide i guess because like my mom walked away because we had it in our bag and she was like oh i'll get it i'll be right back in tagalog so the guy would understand and he still put it on my foot and i was like ayo uh my mom just said my neosporin uh uh, and, like, they didn't put band-aids after. They just spread it and sent me. And I was like, so if I'm infected, my foot looking orange. Like, <laughs> and then, and then, and then, it, it didn't get infected, you know. But you know what did happen? It smelled nice to insects. So I was in my room, a shared room. It was a tiny bunk bed for the three of my siblings. My brother had to sleep on a futon because he was too tall for either of the bunks. And so I was on the top bunk watching Hunter Hunter being like, it was like a total vibe because there was also air conditioning in there. Now I don't know about you, but the hotter a place is, the colder the AC is because it's like 90 something degrees 24 7 in the Philippines. So the AC was like 60 degrees. It was cold. So I like tucked myself under the blankets and I was watching. And then my foot gets all ticklish and I'm like, Ayo, blanket, stop playing. So I pull the blanket off, and there was an insect on my foot. 
because the antibiotic thing they put was delicious to insects in the Philippines. So they were basically eating the dead skin off of my big toe, and I started screaming. And then my sister, she was in the the bottom bunk. She was like, "Oh my God, did you break your neck?" And I was like, "I can't scream if I break my neck, Ate. Like I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> but like, I was like, "Ayo." Well, not really. I was way more panicked. But I was like, "Ayo, there's a bug on my foot." So you know, we didn't even do anything. I just like kicked it off, and I didn't find it anymore. So I hope that bug is living peacefully and safely in my grandparents' house in the Philippines. <laughs> That's the story of my life. Ouch! Do you not have any? You have a lot more wacky stories, though. I feel like when you like visit like a home country, you get a lot of wacky stories. Is that just me? If I visit anywhere, I get a wack story. <laughs> Damn. But oh, out of all four of us, who do you think travels the most? Honestly, definitely not me. Not you. No. Oh wait, Maybe. Alex, you haven't been out of the country, right? You haven't been out of the United States. No, I've never been out of the United States. Maybe me or Tristan or Abda or Laura. Because I I just I, named everyone I else. I go to that Vegas a lot. Um, like every maybe, other sorry, month. I maybe not I'm sexy. in Vegas. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe not sexy. Maybe not not like, sexy. Like I used um, to. Wait, where? Oh, go ahead. Where'd you go, Laura? I used to always like every other summer or so, I'd go to like France or something to visit home because uh, I'm pretty sure y'all would know this. Because um, again, the people who are listening to this are probably our friends. But I um, am not an American-born citizen. I am a naturalized <gasps> citizen. <gasps> Holy shit, guys! I'm gonna let you go deport me. Um, oh my God, <laughs> <I'm gonna> colonizer! <laughs> Yo, y'all calling me a colonizer? What the fuck? I'm just fair. kidding, guys. It's it's fair. Um. But I, um, I was born in France, in Paris, France specifically, and I lived there for five years up until I was five, and then I moved here to the United States in 2010, in, uh, in like, July, August. Um, so my, my paternal family, so my dad's side of the family, all lives in France or in Cambodia, and my mom's side of the family lives in San Diego or in Cambodia. So I used to always, like, visit them a lot. So I have a lot of Paris stories, but they're all kind of whack. Um, Laura found a baguette on the floor. Ah! <laughs> wee wee baguette. I don't <laughs> Baguettes are everywhere. Wee wee wee. Oh, wee wee baguette. Um, please stop. You're scary. <laughs> <laughs> no. Intimidating French. No, but I think I can get into some of them, but I think the most prominent one I remember was that um, in third grade, I feel like this goes into like current events too, but in third grade, I, some third grade, first grade, something like that, um, uh, my family and I, specifically my sister and I, were sitting at a bench underneath the Eiffel Tower, or the Tour Eiffel, if you want to be French, um, with what? like- and if you didn't know, um, at the bottom of the Eiffel Tower, there's, like, a bunch of stands that, like, sell things. So, crepes, um, sherbet, like, ice cream, macarons, a lot of stuff. And my sister and I had, like, mango sherbet because mango is superior. You can fight me on that. Um, you can fight me on that. <laughs> yeah, fight the Filipino <laughs> mangoes are superior. Fight the Filipino mangoes. I will, I will have a Goldilocks mango cake down your throat. <laughs> But I remember specifically, um, I think this is getting into politics, uh, but in, you know how there's like a hierarchy about who's superior when it comes to race, right? Uh, And like everywhere you go, that's a white dominant country, the white people are obviously going to be at the very top, right? So in France, the hierarchy is uh, white people, and then at the very bottom 50%, if I were to rank them, it would be Asians, and then Latin Americans or Latin, people of the Latinx community, and then um, people who are Arabic, and then at the very bottom, people who are African, so people of the Black community. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember growing up, specifically in France, or every time I would visit France, right, when you would see, like, anybody who wasn't, who didn't have a jerky skin tone get arrested, even if they resisted, they were usually put peacefully, like, they were usually arrested very peacefully. They weren't used for mm-hmm. However, if it was somebody usually of the lot of the either the Latin community or the black community. What happens is that police officers like chase them down with tasers and stuff like that. 
And I remember in third grade, um, I believe they were, I remember because they were uh, yelling, uh, voleur, c'est une voleur, which means it's a thief. Um, because I believe um, there are these two really tall um, black people, like black guys, and they were running from, they were running, they were sprinting, and people were screaming, uh, c'est une voleur, which means it's a thief, like I said. Um, and police officers were chasing them down. And they ended up like shoving them to the ground. And it's something you don't really notice when you're that young. But like when I got older, I was like, holy shit, holy shit, that was hap what happened. But I also noticed a lot of the time because there was a lot of kids in the, like at the base of the Eiffel Tower. Um, they, they had their guns, they were about to pull them, but they noticed that there were kids there. So they didn't pull out their guns. And I, like when I was younger, I didn't think much about it. But now I'm just like, oh, they were going to shoot them and they would have, but there weren't kids there. And like little PSA to France, y'all need to stop being racist. I would just like to say this as a French person, yeah. stop being racist. <laughs> there's no straight up bad. There's no like excuse for being racist because if you didn't know, France's motto is liberté, égalité, fraternité, which is liberty, equality or equality, and then fraternity. And those three hold such important meanings that you don't even, that you don't even give them to your least to your most like demoralized population. The fuck is wrong with you? Don't even get me started on the whole Muslim hijab ban because I will pop oh. off for an hour. Do not, do not. There is a, on a, light, on yeah, a lighter a recording note. Limit. Um, let's, um, let's save that for an episode. Of yeah, itself. please, let's mm -hmm. save this for an episode yeah. of itself. Get, let me get all of my political opinions out there. Um, but uh, on a lighthearted note, there was there was another one. If you don't know, like France is very well known for like its monuments. You know, the Arc de Triomphe, the Arc Triomphe, the Eiffel Tower, the Sacré Cœur, Notre Dame. Baguette. <laughs> 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 I can't. I can't hold back any longer. French is known for their baguettes. <laughs> <laughs> they, okay, so if you don't know, those these three love to make fun of me for being French. I wonder if I speak French whenever we're, like, we're on a Discord call or something. They go, we oui, oui, baguette, because I oui, baguette. French my we, don't, we don't make fun of you. We joke with you. That's true. Yeah, Laura, you're acting. There is a difference. They, they bully me with love. We're yes. laughing with you, not at you. We're punching you with like little hearts. <laughs> exactly. <What? laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, but on a lighthearted note, um, so France is well known for like monuments that you can visit. Uh, but I, there's this one thing called the Sacre Coeur, which is like this, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a castle, but it's not a castle. It's like a manor-esque type of thing. It's like located on the top of a very high mountain with over like 300 steps to get to the top. And it's like the worst type of stairs where it's like really thin. They're like an inch high and like really long. So like you just have like a, the inch high and the really long steps. So like you're like stepping up by like a tiny bit, but like they're but those are like the worst steps, by the way. Those are the worst stairs. But I remember growing up, uh, I think it was again third grade. Um, my we were we were all walking up, and there's this elevator to go up. It's like the little lift to go up, and then it's the lift to go down. And my family was like, "Oh, do you guys want to go on the lift because it's like really high?" And like really long to walk up there. I think it took us like an hour to walk up there or something like that. Aww. But we we had like a bunch of little kids with us, so like that makes more sense. So you could just throw them up there. <laughs> throw them up, yes. Throw them hundreds of feet up in the air. Hundreds them up the stairs. Exactly. Um, but like they're like, do you want to go up to the lift? And my fa my sister and I and my brother were like, no, we want to walk up there. Big mistake. The biggest mistake of my life. I regret it. Um. And then when we walked up there, it took us like an hour, and then like we just walked around more. We got gelato at the top. Again, if you ever go to the Sacre Coeur, I recommend getting the gelato. It's fucking delicious. Um, but then they were like, do you want to <laughs> do you, like the people up there are also super nice. Um, th then they asked, do you guys want to walk back down to <laughs> like a bunch of kids? After like all of us were whining and complaining about walking up there, they're like, do you guys want to walk back down? No, the answer is no. Why would I ever? Um, I think I have, I have more stories, but they don't take place in France. It's French, it. So, like, let's take another one. We. Oh, I mean, sorry, I was just saying we because. We, we baguette. Because <laughs> we, we baguette. Because <laughs> we, we baguette. 
Hey, Tristan, you didn't even write anything. Let's hear yours. It's least sexy. Y'all forgot? Sorry, least, least sexy. sexy. Least sexy. Yeah, least <laughs> sorry, sexy. That's why he wasn't Thank responding. you. I'm God, so recognition, guys. Why, that's, why, that's why least sexy wasn't responding, because I wasn't referring to the least sexy as least sexy. My pronouns are least and sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. They least sexy. I can't wait to hear you. At least I knew. Oh no, you're household. Sorry, I killed the mood. Um, okay, we want to hear my travel stories? Go. Yeah, let's go. Okay, well, more recent. I went to Hawaii a couple weeks ago, and to go there in the age of COVID, you have to get a COVID test 72 hours before, right? Right. And so one of the things we did was two days before we went to Walgreens and we're like, okay, COVID test time. And they hand us a packet and say, please do it yourself. And so we were like self-administering COVID tests, which made me all sorts of uncomfortable. I hated life. Um, Wait, question? But question? No. <laughs> okay? Wasn't the COVID test that you like yourself? Like it's the brain tickling COVID test? <laughs> No, they don't go as high anymore. They go only up to like, like the bridge of your nose. Okay, wait, but Alex, (laughs) Alex is so. (laughs) (laughs) Alex got disconnected from the call too. It's okay. They'll come back. Um. Either way, one of the things that we had to do was get the COVID tests, and they're like, okay, you have to do all this stuff. And my mom was like, Tiffany, who's my sister, let me do yours. She made her cry because she was tickling her nose too hard right on the bridge. And the next thing you know, she's like, stop it, stop it. She's like, no, it has to take a COVID test. And then she's like, stop, please. And the lady from the pharmacy was just looking like, what is happening in your car? Like, calm down, guys. But then the results never came. They came three days after we left on our trips. Uh, we had to get a second one again the day before our trip. Yeah, time paradoxes, lots of fun. And we went to UCSD, and we literally were up all night clicking refresh on the page trying to find the results. And the second it came in at, like, 6 in the morning, we bolted from the house so we can get to the airport by 8.55. You left that six and the second we got there, no, we, no, 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 listen, 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 you guys suck yeah, at me. No, I literally had to load, we all had to load the stuff into the truck and then go down, pick up everyone who was coming with us. It was horrible, okay? So it came out to us getting there at like 8.30 and we still had to check in and do TSA. And My Asian we still made like, it in time. Fuck? We got you're not like five hours early. You're supposed to be packing your bags in the car at the, gate. the day before. Exactly. The day before. Well, we didn't know if we were going to go. Yes, I know. Thank you. I tried. I tried. Okay. But my family was like, no, we have to clean the rest of the house before we go. Otherwise, the animals are going to make a mess. It was like, oh, okay. Um, so that's what we spent the last night on. But either way, then we get on the plane. And then they're like, here, hold your baby sister. And I'm like, sweet. All right, I'll hold her. And then she just persists to throw up on me. And that was delightful. And I hated life <laughs> even more. And I was just like, I, guys, I just want to enjoy the Cheez-Its they provided me. And you guys are ruining my parade. Like, you you are raining down. But um, on the way back, which we didn't have to do COVID tests, we were totally fine. We were there two hours before, like good people. Mm-hmm. Um what was it there was this chick who was in front of us in a, in a seat and next thing you know she's having a mental oh, no, breakdown right. in the middle of the flight and we're all like what is happening well then she's talking to her boyfriend and they're going back and forth and she's like i don't know why i'd ever cheat on this test and then i look at her screen and she's writing a declaration to the ucsd panel <laughs> trying to save herself from getting expelled oh. For doing something along the lines of academic dishonesty. And I was like, oh, and so I'm sitting there, I'm like trying to watch my show, but I'm like, but this is tea. So I keep looking and I'm like trying to make it nonchalant, like I'm not paying attention. 
And then she's just losing her mind. And the boyfriend is like, are you really losing your mind? Because this is your fault, like, fully. Yeah, and she was like, no, like, this isn't my fault. They they coerced me, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I just want to be a nurse. And she's, like, losing her mind. And so then the, like, flight attendant comes up and goes, "Hun, you're going to have to start being more quiet. Do you want to pack a trail next? And then she just shut up and started watching Netflix. <laughs> Don't tea on plane episodes, damn. <laughs> Not the trail mix for a possible expelling from college. No, but like air steward air stewards and air stewardesses are like different breeds. I don't know how they deal with Karen's, honestly. I don't know how they deal with anyone. They like keep a smile on their face and I was like, I admire you. Which I don't know if you guys do this, but like my like my parents always told me to like be respectful to like air like the people like who work on an airplane like oh yeah my parents never taught me to be respectful they're like if someone comes up to you and says hi hope you have a good day you say f you i hate you i hope you die (gasps) you wish them mal luck damn no but like my parents are like you have to be nice to like like they're like straight up karens to like wait staff and anything but like i'm always like kind to people who like have service jobs because that's like the shittiest job you can have retail yeah. like working in food like you deal with parents on like every single goddamn day and it's just like the least i can do is be nice right yeah my much. brother though he's a little brat yeah. <laughs> well that's because men sorry sorry to be sexy don't no, need to throw you under the bus but men well not really because he's still a boy so boy Boys, yeah, like, being straight couldn't be me. <laughs> it couldn't be any of us here. You do realize I, I am I the only straight person here? Wait, you're straight. We've been over this, Alex. <laughs> Laura, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> I'm not we like, like Laura. Straight, TM, we like please. Laura. Please no, I mean as a friend, Leia, you're stupid. No, I was I was jokingly saying that we hated her. Yeah, I don't like Laura anymore. <laughs> I never liked Laura. Hashtag Laura hate club. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding, Laura. I still need that study guide. Um, yeah, I'm just kidding. You're not getting it. No, I heart you, Laura. <laughs> I heart French people. I heart baguettes. Please. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Like heart Wait, Alex, you should tell your story. Okay, I only have one story because I don't travel a lot. But when I was like nine or ten, my baby cousin was born. So I had to go all the way to New York to go visit Weird. him and meet him for the first time. And on my Disgusting. way back, we had like a, a little <laughs> little stop in, um, I think it was San Fran. And we were there for a few hours. So I was like, hey, let's get you some ramen and some candy. So we were sitting there, and she got me, like, Pixie Six and ramen, and I was eating the ramen. It's not a good I... combination. Oh, I know. No. <laughs> I, ate... I ate the ramen, and then at the airport we were at, there was this little, like, playground type thing, and it had a spitty thing in it. I don't know what it's oh, called. Oh, God. <laughs> the roundabout thingy? Oh, no. I don't, I don't know. It wasn't, like, the big ones. It was, like, a single-person spinny thing. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. So I was sitting on that, spinning really, really fast with pixie sticks in my mouth, just eating the pixie sticks and vibing. And then, like, half an hour later, (laughs) half an hour later, my mom was like, okay, it's time to board the plane. And as we were in line to board the plane, I vomited vomited. And the lady that was at the desk was like, um, oh, you guys need to clean that up before you get on the plane. And she's like, are you going to call a janitor or something to help us? And then yeah. the, lady, the lady at the desk didn't do anything. And she was like, are you the Gelb family? Because we're waiting on you to board the plane. And we're like, yeah, are you going to call the janitor to help us? And so she didn't call a janitor. And my sister had to run to the bathroom and grab a bunch of paper towels. And they had to pick what it up. The heck? And these two teenage boys like walked past it they were like ew that's gnarly (laughs) no they actually said that that's so gnarly bro (laughs) 
And then I sat on the plane, and my mom got me, like, a ginger ale or something, and then had me sit there with a paper bag the entire time. <laughs> Let's go, know. paper bags. As she should. <laughs> but, yeah, that's it. I don't really travel. Oh, I think one of the common travel stories between some of us should be, like, you know, in eighth grade, you take the, D- the DC trip, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. I have stories. <laughs> Wait, Tristan, did you go on the DC trip? Lee Sexy? No, I'm poor. Sorry, Lee Sexy, did you go? <laughs> no? No, I'm poor. Oh, that. My parents were like, oh, you, uh, because like in my middle school, um, you only have, th- you have three trips, one for each grade, and they were like, you gotta choose one, and we'll let you go on one. And I was like, I want the DC trip. <laughs> they I think like, my parents like, were like, yeah, I went to sixth grade camp. Yeah, sixth grade camp and then Catalina. And I was like, I want to go on the DC trip, right? Because I had never been to the East Coast. Um, but for me, I think my I've told Leia about this story. So <laughs> it was, it's funny for you traumatizing for me. So there were three main groups, right? So there was like a, a group that like went off in the early morning at like 2 a.m. One that went off at 8 a.m. That was my group. And then one that like left at 2 p.m. or like 12 or something like that. And what ended up happening was that I was in the 8 a.m. group with uh, three other girls in my like cohort. And then there was like a group with a chaperone. So each group had like three chaperones. Mine only had two. Um, and there were like 24 kids in total in my like overall group. But basically what ended up happening was that you know, my mom was like, we're getting to the airport early. Oh. And because Asians, we get there like five hours early and there's no debate. <laughs> Wait, did you not take a bus on the way there? Like for your No, we didn't have a bus. Nobody took oh. a bus. You have to drive yourself there. Um, but it was the San Diego International Airport. Um, and we like went there. We like met up at, like on like the second floor um, by um, American Airlines, right? And what ended up happening was that we go through like through check uh, through um, security. Um, me and a, another girl in my group, um, who is like in my like team of four people, um, got TSA pre-check. So we got to skip that entire line. TSA pre-check is the best. Um, and then we get to our terminal, and we see the group. Uh, no, I think we departed at twelve. They departed at eight. Yeah, we were the latest. Sorry, but we see a group who was supposed to leave, at, the group that was supposed to leave at eight still there. Well, and what ended up our, our my chaperone, uh, I'll call her Mr. R. Um, Mr. R was, I'll call him, sorry. I'll call him Mr. R. He was like, he was talking to one, uh, the chaperone of that other group and he was like, yo, what happened? And they're like, oh, there's, cause we had a layover. There was a um, storm in Fort Worth, Texas at that airport. And because it was a lightning storm, we couldn't get onto the plane <laughs> and they couldn't get onto the plane and so what ended up happening is we had to sit in that airport at the terminal to make sure we could get on the plane safely and we waited in san diego international for four to five hours <laughs> in order just to wait for that storm to subside and then <laughs> we get on the plane and so we go to fort worth right? And we had to wait for another hour and a half because there's no open gate for us to leave out of. And so we like, when we finally get the gate, we had like 10, 30, 10-ish minutes to get to our next terminal, which is halfway across the fucking airport. <laughs> Very hot, because girl. Fourth, uh, Fort, if you don't know, Fort Worth, Texas, like the, Fort, the airport at Fort Worth, at Fort Worth is really, really big. So they have three separate terminals, Terminal A, B, and C. We were in Terminal A. We had to get to Terminal C through the shuttle, which was like a good distance away from our terminal. So we all sprinted, teachers and students sprinted up the escalators, like past into like the terminal area. And then we had to wait for like two minutes to wait for like the shuttle to come in. We run on, we like zoom over there and we like run down and they're boarding our section the second we get there. So the teachers are handing out, they're like Laura, a kid here, and like they're handing out boarding passes. And then we get on. We go to Boston, no delays this time. 
We land at 11, 10-ish p.m., which means we've missed dinner. So we can't, we don't eat, we didn't eat, by the way. We didn't eat dinner at all because the plane didn't provide meals because it was meant to be like a short flight. And we get to the baggage claim on the second floor, like right outside where there's like this big red pillar with an elevator in the Boston airport. And we get there and we get to our flight baggage claim and there's only, and we wait there for like 10, 10, 30 minutes. And then it starts moving. So we hear like the whirring and then the luggage comes out. There's only five bags that come out of the baggage claim. Only five. Leia's laughing because she knows how the story goes. But there's only five luggages that come out of the baggage claim. And we're like, okay, we can wait. We can wait a little bit more, right? We've already spent like six hours delayed, right? What's, what's a little more time? And we wait there and it's 12 a.m. It is the next day. <laughs> I've been at the airport for over 12 hours now. Cute. And the baggage hasn't come. There are girls crying. I'm crying. Um, and then the one, my chaperone, Mr. R, go, goes off to find one of the Apple Tours people and be like, hey, yo, what happened? Again, and I'm like calling my parents at this point. I'm calling home. And it's just like, I'm crying on the phone because I, I thought my dad would be up because my dad gets up at 12 a.m. to like go work. Uh, but I forget time zones are a thing, so it's nine over there. So I wake up my sister, and she says, Laura, what, what the hell are you up for, right? And, I, and my, I'm like, Emily. She, like, gets the phone to my dad, and he's like, what's wrong, Laura's like, we don't have baggage. Like, her bike got to leave. And I'm, like, sobbing on the phone to my dad. And then our chaperone comes in with like an apple tours person and they're like yeah so your luggage is still in fort worth because our plane your plane got delayed so you don't have your luggage we don't have your luggage here and then later we found out that two other two kids in um our group their luggages were still in san diego jesus yeah and so like people are crying (laughs) Cause like so, I remember one girl had like something really important to her in their her luggage. So like she was sobbing. She's like, "What if I lose it? What if I lose it?" Which is completely fair, right? And they're like, "Yeah, so you'll have to wait like a day or two to get your luggage." And they we it's like one thirty ish a.m. at this point. And then they're like, "Okay, well we'll go to the hotel." And the, and so we get to the hotel at two a.m. in the morning. We have to wake up by six because of like our, our itinerary. And the teacher, the our two chaperones are, so we'll just call them Mr. R and Mrs. B, right? So they're like, so Apple Tours is gonna buy you all pizza to eat because y'all didn't eat dinner. And then if you want to drink like the water in like the hotel rooms, do it, they'll pay for it. Like we'll get you toothbrushes, toothpaste, stuff like that, everything. Because we've been stuck in an air, we were, our delays like added up to over eight hours, which you know is an entire ass school day of delays. And so everybody doesn't have their luggage. Nobody has in our group has their luggage. Nobody like, everybody's like breaking down. I remember um, the other kids were like, yo, what happened? You guys got here so late. And we're like, don't talk about it. Like our kids <laughs> with bad luck the entire trip. Really? And you don't know, there's a tunnel in Jersey, in New York, and uh, that connects to Jer- New Jersey. That's like really old, right? And it goes underwater. And mm-hmm. our um our chaperone, Mr. R, as much as I love him, he was like, "Oh, if you, we're in insert tunnel here, like on the microphone and the like in the bus." And he goes, "If you notice, there are cracks in the wall, and nobody knows when this tunnel is going to break down." But knowing our luck, and we're like, "Please don't." Please don't scare us like this. <laughs> like, not the like, love, like, please. Yeah. You guys look already, like, really bad. God, and my group was so problematic. Post, I, like, <laughs> have like, a screenshot in here. But um, the teachers have rooms on the same floors as the students. So if you're in a room, like, right next to a teacher... And these boys in my group had a, had a room right next to Mr. R... And I have I have a text 
because I, I have like screenshots from the um old exchange because so I posted them to friends discord and discord like to look fond of my situation but somebody goes does anyone have any bandages um tomorrow because I'll call him B has a rug burn on his foot and then one of the girls in my group goes yeah I have first aid and then the kid responds back who is that and then she responds with her name he goes okay thank you and she goes no problem and then my it's 2 a.m. Yeah, it's 2.20 a.m. Because this is when we just got to the hotel room. And then my chaperone, Mr. R, goes, I have one too. Stop screwing around in your room. I'm sure that's how you got the rug burn. <laughs> because he was right <laughs> next to them. <laughs> but yeah, that was my DC trip. <laughs> we got our luggage like two days later. I cried when I saw my luggage again because I thought I was going to lose it. And then I think a little while, I have, like that summer, we went to Baltimore for my sister's, like, because she had like this thing to do in Baltimore. And one of the things there w was a flight to Fort Worth, Texas on American Airlines <laughs> from the San Diego airport at the exact same time where I was, when I was supposed to depart. And I was like, no, just no. no. <laughs> I will walk. No. <laughs> But yeah, that was my DC trip that scarred me for life. Leah, I think you have a story too, right? Don't you? Well, yeah. So your trip on the way there, I I can't beat that. But what <laughs> I can do is tell you about my trip on the way back to San Diego. Oh, pretend I didn't say that. My trip back home. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's okay, Leah. San Diego's a giant ass city. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay. Someone docks yourself with your address or something. Yeah, one. I'm just kidding. Um, okay. So basically, on the way back, we are in. I have the coordinates if you need huh? it. <laughs> you have the exact coordinates. I have your coordinates. Oh, thank you. I might lose my. I might lose myself. I might need those coordinates. Okay. So, if we were in what? Not New York. That airport's way too busy. But, like, we were in some, like, you know, like, some small side airport. Because, like, it's way easier to get out of those than, like, the JFK airport. Is that the one in New York? It probably is. Anyways, just that popular one. So, we were in one of those. And I think we had, like, an hour and an or an hour and a half delay just because, like, the plane was getting here late because of other issues. So, like, we were like, oh, that sucks, because, like, we had to wake up early to get all the way to the airport, and we had to wait longer in the airport, and we, like, couldn't fall asleep or anything. So, like, you know, I waited there an hour and a half. Um, We ended up, like, <coughs> one of my friends was like, please. <coughs> okay, pretend that that sentence never came out. Oh, God. <coughs> Lay, you're dying more. <laughs> Okay. 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 So, yeah. It was, like, an hour and a half delay. It was trash. You know, we just waited there. I ended up needing, like, pads because I started my period. But I brought some because I'm a prepared Asian lady. So, I brought some <laughs> in my bag. So, I only you have, have like, a huge ass bag in your suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't bring the whole thing just because I couldn't. But it was in my... <laughs> please it was in my carry-on like my backpack because like yeah so like it was in there but I only had one because I was the only one I had left in the pack and so I went to the airport store like you know the, the ones inside even though they're so overpriced I still needed a pad oh if you go to Heathrow like Heathrow airport they have like pads and tampons for free like in the bathrooms lucky oh uh, they didn't for me so but the, what they did have they didn't even have pads at the store. I went in there and Ooh. I searched and I searched. There were no pads. There were only pads. They were in the bathroom either? Usually you can buy no. like one for 25 well, cents. Like 50... Yeah, I didn't have any coins and I couldn't exchange any coins. Like, I literally asked the cashier, hey, can I exchange this dollar for four quarters? He was like, no. And I was like, oh, okay. So I ended up buying the tampons. First mistake, because I can't sit down for a long time and wear a tampon. But, you know, I had to. I suck it up. Be a hot girl. Okay. <laughs> um, suck it up. Yeah, I have the... Oh my god. Yeah. Uh. Who? Who's Tristan? Yeah, okay. sexy. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. I had to, you know... Least sexy. Use the tampon, Be you know, do whatever. And so we finally start boarding the plane. And I get my seat, like my seat number and like the letter, you know, so you know where you sit. And I was like, 
asking all of my friends, I was like, oh, where are you sitting? Where are you sitting? Where are you sitting? They're like, oh, I'm at like 35C. I'm at 28B. I was like, oh, I don't have any of those. I had like 31B. Are you guys not middle C. By, by alphabetical order? No, because they couldn't really book us next to each other. Oh. But I was still I was still next to a classmate on the on the flight. I was okay, so I was um on the left side of the plane. On the left was my win on the was the window seat, on the right side was the aisle seat. I had the middle seat. Already a bad <laughs> the worst seat. Worst seat on the flight. Worst person to be there. I doxed him on accident just now. So I'll say I'll get I'll give him a cover name. Furry. Because he's a furry. Like legitimately, so oh, that yeah, guy, that guy. yeah. So furry sat on my window seat, right? And on my right wasn't even a classmate. The aisle seat. What was it? What was the aisle seat? The aisle seat was accompanied by a stranger, a random old white woman. You know, oh, bed. Let's call, let's call this... They're always the best to sit next oh, to. No. <laughs> no, they're not. Not when they lean and they drool and they take my armrest. Okay, on oh. the flight, I was like, okay, you know what? I'll deal with myself. You know, I'll pull out my phone. I'll watch something. I'll distract myself from distraction A on my left, furry, and then distraction B on my right, Betty. I had to distract myself. Karen. No, Betty. Betty suits. Betty suits. Okay, so I was like on my phone. I had my arms on the armrest, and they were like, it wasn't even the complete armrest, you know, because they're thin airplane armrest so they were just like my elbows were on like the corner of them furry and betty shoved my arms so they could put their arms on their armrest so i'm sitting here no armrest no privacy <laughs> no color no taste no culture around me i was i was trapped i was trapped in a lack of diversity and no armrest and then my phone was low battery so i was oh. like i was like it was like halfway through the flight <laughs> Halfway through the flight, and my phone was low battery. So I was like, hey, furry, could I plug my phone in here? Because his phone was plugged in at the time, and there's only one USB on the left, and Betty's was on the right, and I feel, you know, more comfortable asking my classmate than a stranger. And he was like, no, you can't unplug my phone, even though it was at 100. Like, I looked at the percentage and everything. It was a full battery, and he still wouldn't unplug it. I was like, ayo, furry, my phone's at low battery, and it's already halfway through the flight. I don't have anything else to keep myself bored or to keep myself company before getting bored. Because, like, even... Yeah, keep, keep myself, myself bored. bored. The screams didn't ha- even have anything good. Because, like, you know, usually they have, like, music or, like, shows. They had nothing good. Like, they were all boring. So I was like, can I please plug my... Like, I was trying to be as respectful as possible. I was like, can I please plug my phone in? He was like, hmm, I guess. And... I swear I wanted to shove his face out of the window. I was like, you don't own this USB port, furry. Ah! Like, I, I was going to go insane there, but I didn't. And so, whenever the stewardesses came by, they, like, <coughs> they had snacks, they had water, they had drinks. And then furry's out here buying, like, you know, the whole snack pack, the expensive snack packs. Yeah. Yeah, he like gets one because he had like leftover money, I guess. So he gets one. And then like ten minutes or fifteen minutes after he's done eating, he's like, Oh, I need to get up to use the bathroom. So I have to unbuckle my seatbelt, get up, get out. I have to help Betty because Betty can't undo her seatbelt for some reason. And so we both step up for Tucker to go out. We sit back down and we have to get up again for him to go back in. And then Stories has come around again to pick up the trash. And I guess somehow... Oh, I just realized. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, right after the stewardesses came back around, he had to use the bathroom again. And I found that sus. And I just realized why. Because we had a hot stewardess. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. That also explains why he had a blanket over his lap. Oh, God. Oh, that's disgusting. But yeah, um, yeah, my flight was my flight back was disgustingly horrible, just because I hated it so much, and like, 
I didn't even have like um what was it? I had Bluetooth headphones and my wired headphones were like either in my bag that was like tucked above me or they were like somewhere in the bottom of my backpack and I couldn't listen to music because my headphones died. I was sitting here, no music. A phone that I had to charge after begging furry and no armrest. I was like <laughs> I I need I need like sustenance. Something. And so I just I just like I just go on my phone and like I start playing a random game. Like I don't know like Crossy Road, anything like that. <coughs> I'm just playing a game and I feel hot breath on my left shoulder and I look over and Furry is watching me play this game. I am like Betty, can you please give me personal space? Like it's one thing for you to take my armrest. To have a hard on next to me because of a stewardess. To have to go pee because of your tiny bladder. To be a furry. But then you're still out here <laughs> over my shoulder because you want to watch me play Crossy Road. The and then, horsemen of the airplane apocalypse. Yes, and it was all it was all furry. The four horsemen was all furry. And I was like, hey, yo, I'm just playing Crossy Road. And like, you know, I wasn't trying. Like I wasn't like being like a try hard trying to get like 50 or 80 i was dying at like five or ten you know because like car so he'd be like he'd be like wait that's well, try hard status? i'm just not that good at it in general but he was like wow you're so bad and i'm like did i ask did i ask? like i legitimately was trying to play my game in my own personal space and you're breathing over my shoulder telling me how i'm bad at playing a game i don't care about and i'm like hey yo furry can you please give me personal space and he was like you can say it without attitude and i was like you stop like i was gonna go insane at that point i i was going <coughs> to swing my fist at his face and i wish i did it probably would have bounced right back off fucking ugh, hate him but yeah that was my trip back hate yikes a lot of hate a lot of hate <laughs> pent up anger oh, <laughs> oh my god like you were coughing a lot. Yeah, but Alex, Tristan, do you guys have any like other trip stories? Alex, do you have a juicy trip story? Alex I didn't go. never went on. Oh, okay. Shit. Okay, but I'm gonna ask a question. What do you guys think is the probably the best place you've ever been to? Just like not even. It doesn't have to be like out of out of state. Your out of mom's country. room. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so funny. Do you guys see what I have to fucking deal with on a daily basis? You know what, You choose to interact. That's true. I choose to be friends with you guys. God, doesn't mean I should. Okay, wait, but like for real, where's the best place? <laughs> yeah, actually for real. Um, I think for me it has to be the Philippines. Even though oh. I have like a lot of odd Sorry. experiences it was still like fun and like wow culture and then you know <laughs> they could say my name right you know they wouldn't pull out Aaliyah like I don't know why people think that my name being spelled L-E-A means Leah it's like, the same why people think my name is spelled L-I-M would be funny have it to add, to add a B at the end and call me Arm instead <laughs> <laughs> I didn't laugh um <laughs> Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't really understand how Leah is L-E-A. Because if anything, yeah. I think Leah is the one with an H. Like, Leah, oh, I mean, to be fair, your name is literally spelled Leah. So people just take it for granted. Like, at yeah, this but point, the ah sound would be A-H. Yeah. Leah. English is weird. It's two O's equals a U. The fu- Like, ugh. What? Should I put a U at the end of my name? Lee, Lee, U, H, Lee, uh? Like, do people not know how to read? Lee, 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 On the topic of names, I guess, I don't know if you know this, but when people ask me for my name, like my full name, they pronounce it, I go, my, oh, my name is Laura Lim, L-I-M. Because it's a habit of telling people how to spell my surname. Because people, I'm not kidding. People, I've, I've said, my name is Laura Lim, L-I-M. But people will add a B at the fucking end. And I'm just like, <laughs> when did I say B, bitch? <laughs> I'd love to 
I know I'm this, and I know I'm hard to understand when I talk fast, but I've never said fucking the <laughs> Laura Oregon. <laughs> like, like, my math teacher Oregon. used to like jokingly uh, make puns with our names when he did seating chart, and we had to figure it out. And he was like, "Oh, arm and leg," and I was like, "Yep, yeah, that's me." Oh my <laughs> no, god! Not. Just I don't know because I had jokes with that, but um, like my entire life, but. Uh, for a favorite place, though, mine would probably be, I think you, I think Venice, Venice, Italy. You've been to probably. Venice? Oh, well, because you live near it, I guess. I've been to Venice, Milan, and Florence, I think, and Rome. Um, and, like, second-ish or second trip? I don't know. Was it, like, a field like, trip, or, like? No, it was, um, it was, like, a family trip. I think it was, it was an elementary school, but I went to, um, uh, Germany, Spain, Italy, uh, France, Belgium, Switzerland, like a bunch of other countries in like Europe. Because um, it was like this trip thing with uh, my mom's sisters, so my aunts and their families. Jeez. Yeah, but it was. I think Venice would probably be the best place I've been to because it's so pretty. Like the pictures don't. I mean it when I say the pictures don't do it justice. It's really? Absolutely beautiful over there. Put Venice on my to go list. Yeah, you should. I would recommend going to Italy just in general. Italy is so What's pretty. Justice. Word. I just remembered a field trip story that I can tell. Oh no. Do tell, do tell, do tell. Yeah, you do tell. I'll be right back. Um, in elementary school, when I made the terrible decision to like men, um, I had a crush on this guy. We're going to call him A. And then my best friend at the time, her name was M. Um, she also had a crush on him, but, but, but I didn't know that, so we went on this field trip, and it was, like, this hike on a mountain, I don't remember where it was, but it was, like, this national park or something, and on the way to the fucking, to the park, A told me that he liked me the most, and that he wanted to date me, and then, oh, wow. while we oh, were no. on the hike, M came up to me and she was like, oh my god, you'll never believe what A told me. He told me that he loves <gasps> me and he wants to be with me and me only. Ho, he's a ho. So, <laughs> so M and I went over to A and his friends, little like friend group, and we were like, you have to choose one of us or you don't get either of us. <laughs> oh my god. So we got into a fight on the field trip, and his friend, L was like, listen, girls, because I, I identified as female at the time, terrible decision also, <laughs> he was like, listen, girls, obviously one of you is lying, and we're like, we're not lying. So then when we were getting back on the bus, M decided to sit with A. And act as if the entire what thing. What happened to broken poor hoes? What the fuck? She acted as if this entire thing just did not happen. And I was very upset about it. And then that is why I no longer like men. What happened to bros before hoes, my guy? Right? Like, why do y'all have to fight over a singular person? Are you kidding me right now? Stupid BS. <laughs> My God! <laughs> With the sound of coughing, you know that I'm back. <laughs> True. I mean, oh. Alex just did what well, least sexy. I'm sorry. Um, so Alex and least sexy. What are again the best places you you think you've ever been to? The best place I've ever been is this like Arizona retirement home with like a pool and oh. course. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, hey, that sounds nice. That sounds dope, actually. Yeah, okay. I think we're going to start having, like, an ending. We um we we were talking about this, but ending segment. Um, what about least sexy's favorite place? Yeah, least sexy. Do your take, and then we'll do our ending segment. Okay. Um, place that I enjoyed most. Um, I think Oregon. It was nice. It was very green and pretty. And like, I had family up there who had like a multi-anchored land plot. Um, 
<laughs> and they made it like an amusement park because they had a bunch of random hills and they had a ton of like golf carts and ATVs and random stuff people in Oregon have. And it was like a mini roller coaster you could do. And every time it injured you just a little bit more, but you enjoyed it. Damn. Okay, so. But I think we we were talking about this when we were first drafting our um, ideas for Pogify. But basically, considering that I'm the resident nerd and a multilingual speaker of this group. I'm loser. Loser. Sorry, I didn't mean that one. I didn't mean that one. I was joking. I didn't mean that one. I see how it is. Y'all don't need me. But we were saying, I was, we were talking about maybe me providing words in French or foreign languages or even English that are strange and most what pe- most people wouldn't know. So welcome to this section. I don't know what we're going to call it, but what is going to happen is I'm going to say a word, I'll provide like a brief context, and then you guys try to guess what it is. So the first word I have on this list is English. It is, it's in English. It is a both a verb and a noun, and it is defenestration. Is it where you get rid of a fetish? No. Defenestration. Fenestration? Fenestration. Can I get it? No, it's a no. Okay. Would it give it away? Uh, I'll just say this. Oh, so the term was coined around the time of um, an incident in Prague Castle in, around the year 1618. And if you don't know your history dates, 1618 to 1648 is what we call the Thirty Years' War. Um, and it was, it's believed to be the incident that started this because a, I believe it was a king defenestrated a pope. See, now I know what it is, but I kind of want to see what everyone else thinks because I it's an interesting word once you find out what it means yeah looked it up? I, no I didn't look it up I know this I'm, I literally pay attention oh yeah I know this because I was reading about history and I found this and I was like is there a word for this it popped up but defenestration do you guys have, an, have, have any guesses um wouldn't it be like the pope getting it on with now, the other one. The getting Pope it was on? getting it Is on that with what the you king's said? wife. The Pope was getting it on with the king's wife, and when the king found out, he defenestrated the Pope. Is it like to, to strip him Beheaded? No. Okay, no more guesses. Mm-mm. They were uh, in a tower, and he defenestrated the Pope. Threw him off. Close, close, threw him close. Off. Yeah, th- it's, it's close, it's close. It's the mm-hmm. action of... Defenestration is the action of throwing someone out of a window. <laughs> oh, no, that <laughs> it is an actual English word spelled D-E-F-E-N-E-S-T-R-A-T-I-O-N. And the formal use is to throw somebody out of a window. And the informal use is the action of dismissing someone from a position of power or in author- authority. But authority. I was close. Yeah. So basically, the Pope back then during the during ancient times in the Holy Roman Empire was very corrupt. They often slept with a lot of women, oh. and um, the Pope slept with um, the Emperor of the Holy Roman em- of the em- Holy Roman Empire's wife. Swag. And when the the Emperor slash King found out, he got so mad because he found that he opened like busted a door in the fifth tower where they were. He took the Pope and chucked him out the window. Defenestration. Did the Pope die? Love that for the Pope. Love that for the Pope. Yeah, but that's pretty much what that is. And I think that's a wrap (laughs) for this episode. We're going to leave you with the new vocabulary word. Use it when you want to threaten somebody. Say you're going to defenestrate them. Leave them to mull about what you just said. That really Um, sounds like you're going to crap someone out. Like, (laughs) defecate. That the word is the word you're looking for. Is I know, I know, Laura. <laughs> I know what defecate is. I've defecated before. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm it's scary it. if you haven't. Yeah, I would. You did it. Fifteen years of my life, I haven't defecated once. That's a swag I am. Yeah, imagine being still fifteen, right? Rightly sexy. Listen. Yeah, imagine still being five foot, right? Right, Laura. 
I said five foot. I said five foot. That means sixty inches. So I'm sixty nine inches. Okay. Nice. What? Yeah, I'm five nine. I don't believe that. I don't. I don't believe my doctors. I. I legitimately don't believe it because I'm almost (laughs) as tall as my dad, who's five seven, and they told me I'm five three and a half. It's called shoes, Leia. No, without shoes, like barefooted. Next to him, also barefooted. We're like almost the same height, and they told me I'm five three and a half. Slouching? No, I was <laughs> back against the wall. <laughs> yeah, guys, I think we're gonna have to end this episode here. <laughs> yeah. But thank you all. Thank you to the people who are listening. Thank you for tuning in. Hopefully you'll tune in next week when we discuss something else that we're still planning. But thank you for watching. And we don't have a proper intro. Pro- yeah. Proper out- Surprised y'all stayed. Like, really, if y'all stayed this long, I would be st- so surprised. So- Do the kind of pop if you stayed. Play the Pornhub. <laughs> the outro. Swag. Uh, oh would my we get copyrighted? <laughs> Be mad okay. at Facebook. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. So, yeah, I guess yeah. we'll. <laughs> Stay swag. <laughs>